for joining us for the Biblical Principles Podcast. I do appreciate you being with us. And my prayers that the podcast is a blessing and a benefit to you as you study and endeavor to seek the will of God for your life. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can get a hold of us there at biblicalprinciples at juno.com. That's all lowercase letters, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. I do want to deal with the subject today. It's going to be dealing with the attributes of God, and it'll be the fact that God is everywhere or God is omnipresent in the world, very simply meaning he's just everywhere present. We have a difficult time with this because the first thing you need to understand about God when you deal with his omnipresence is that he's not bound by time or space. As finite human beings, we measure everything in time. We have hours and days, months and years. God is not God is not bound by that. He does not operate on the same time scale. Also, distance and space, we measure. We measure things in miles or kilometers or feet or inches. God is not God does not operate on that scale as he deals with the world and everything that he deals with, he operates on a total different level because he's not bound by time or space. And so he's not bound by distance. He is everywhere at one time. There is no, there's no changing that. That's just one of his attributes, just like holiness or, or the fact that God is, um, the fact that God is omniscient, meaning he knows everything. He's also omnipresent, meaning he is everywhere. At the same time, you can find your place there in the book of 1 Kings chapter 8, verse number 27. 1 Kings chapter 8 and verse number 27. And this is what Solomon said about God. The Bible says, But will God indeed dwell on earth? Behold, the heaven and the heavens of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less this house that I have builded meaning very simply that God is God is everywhere. The heavens cannot even contain him. He stretches from one side to the other and beyond that. He stretches to the lowest hell and reaches also to the highest heaven. He is not bound by the fact that he is limited. He is unlimited in his ability to be omnipresent. He can be in the heart and life of a believer and at the same time dwell on the backside of a star because that's just... His attributes, that's just how he is. He cannot, he cannot be bound by time or space. And then the book of Psalms, chapter 139, the book of Psalms, chapter 139, in verses 7 through 10, the Bible says, Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Once again, testifying to the fact that God is omnipresent, that he's everywhere. He said, you go as high as you can go, and God's there. You go as low as you can go, and he's there. He said in in the psalm here, he said, I can take my wings and fly out into the ocean. And you know what? God will be out there too. He's not limited. He's everywhere. Making it for me, I really I really enjoy this part about God because it's not as if I have to dial him up or he has to he has to arrive in a location because he's already at that location. The book of Jeremiah chapter 23 and verses 23 and 24. 
Jeremiah chapter 23 and verses 23 and 24. I am a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord? Now, of course, here God is testifying of himself, and he says very simply that he feels heaven and earth. He takes up every square inch of it. He also says that there's no secret place that man can hide from him. From him. It's amazing when we think about God, and even when you deal with sinful men, they're constantly wanting to dwell in darkness. They're constantly wanting to be separated from the public so that they can commit their sin. But God is there as they're doing those things. That should help us as a Christian. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse number 3, it should help us as a Christian to realize, like the Bible says here in Proverbs fifteen three, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. He keeps up with everything we've ever done. He sees every deed, whether it's a good deed or a bad deed. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at one time. And he's keeping an account. He's keeping a record of how we live live our lives. The book of Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 13. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 13. The Bible says, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Even the creatures of the world, the, the birds and the and the whales, and the flowers, and the trees, all of those are manifest. They're seen by his eye. His eye is everywhere. He is everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's a God that's not bound by time or by space. And we should be thankful. We should be thankful for this, because if we're trying to live right, if we're trying to do right, it gives me an assurance that a God does not have to receive a call Or God does not have to be able to get to where I'm at. He's already there. The book of Matthew chapter 28 and verse number 20. This is how Matthew closes his gospel. Matthew 28 and 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Giving us assurance that he's not going to leave us or forsake us. He's with us always, no matter where we go, even when we go astray from God, He goes with us. Even when we're following close to God, He's right there with us. Why? Because He's everywhere present. He's not bound by time or space. We we have a problem with our finite mind understanding that, but the Bible clearly testifies of the fact that you cannot escape His eye or you cannot hide from His presence. The book of Matthew chapter 18 and verse number 20 The book of Matthew, chapter 18, and verse number 20. The Bible says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. That gives us an assurance as we gather together as believers that Jesus is with us. He said, If two or three people gather together in my name, I'm in the midst of them. He's there with us, encouraging us, instructing us, leading us, and guiding us. The fact that God is omnipresent never takes away from any of his other attributes. He's able to fulfill all of these attributes at the same time because he's God. But as we have meetings and maybe the numbers get down or not as many people show up to church, we need to realize that there's still an omnipresent God that makes his presence known and his eye is ever attentive and his ear is always open unto his children. 
the book of Psalm chapter 22 and verse number 3. Psalm 22 in verse number 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Not only is God everywhere present that our physical eye could see, but God is also present in our praises. He loves to hear us praise Him. He loves to hear us glorify His name. And so as we deal with God, not only is He present as we say things we should not say, but He's present as we say things that we should say too. That should encourage us to always be thankful, to always glorify His name because He hears us. I believe one of the greatest things that a Christian can do is brag on the Lord Jesus Christ because not only does it testify to a lost and a dying world of the presence of God, but also the God that's everywhere present hears you bragging on Him. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse number 16. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse number 16. The Bible says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Not only does God dwell on the backside of the stars, not only does He dwell in the depth of the ocean, not only does He dwell on the mountaintop or in the valley, He dwells inside of every believer. We are His temple, and His Spirit comes and abides inside of us to help us to lead us and guide us into all truth, but also because we belong to Him, and He belongs to us. Assurance that I've got a great big God. Assurance that God is able to handle my needs because He's so much bigger than we can imagine. He's so much greater than we can imagine. He's omnipresent in His being. That is one of His attributes. Jeremiah 23 and verse number 24. Jeremiah 23 and verse number 24. I wanted to read this one more time. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him? You know, in the child of God's life who's saved, God dwells inside of them. So everywhere we go that does not glorify God, he sees it. There's no secret that you can hide from him. There's no place you can go that his eye does not see you. We should be living holy and circumspectfully as we walk in and amongst this world because we want to glorify God with our life. We don't want to let down an omnipresent God by taking His Spirit somewhere that does not honor and glorify His name because He's God. He's omnipresent. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we think. And if maybe if you're listening to the podcast and you're not saved, you need to realize that there's a God that's seen everything you've ever done. He knows every thought that you've ever had. He's seen every deed that's ever been committed. But in spite of that, He wants to forgive you and save you. If you'll come to Christ and ask Him to save your soul, He'll save you in spite of everything that you've ever done wrong against Him.